Anyway, uh, I was, you know, just mind my own business, you know, just, you know, having a nice, like, lunch on the park bench, and this, like, Jewish rabbi walks up. Oh, yeah. As opposed to those, like, Catholic rabbis. Right, right. I, I want to make that distinction. Yeah. Uh, he was, this guy, definitely a Jew. And he, he asked if, I, he, if he could use my cell phone, because he, he didn't have a phone on him, and I was like, yeah, sure, that, that's, that's fine, just, you know, give it back to me. Um, and I don't have like the most recent smartphone or anything like that. It's not even that yeah. fancy. But he he takes it. He's like, oh, this is nice, and he just books it. Oh, um, he like takes off the the rabbi garment and like he, it's it's just a kid. It's actually two kids like sitting on top of each other. Oh, yeah, right, fuck. right. Don't you hate when that happens? I really do. Yeah, um, so much so that I had to kill one of them. Oh yeah. Um, well, I mean, are you gonna let him take your phone? No, absolutely not. No. Yeah. Um, and and so that's. You know, that's why uh, that Toys R Us, so the empty Toys R Us building over there. Uh, yeah. Uh, don't just don't go in there anymore. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, I have no reason to now that they closed Toys R Us. Right, right. I mean, I think it's like the Halloween story now, but. Yeah. Um, don't go in there. Just don't go in there. Uh, I, I won't get into too much detail, but uh, I don't think they'll ever get the floors completely clean. Hmm. Well, you got your phone back. At yeah, least. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good because even though it's a really old one, I just you know I, it has sentimental value. Of course, yeah. yeah. Oh like, hi! Oh hey! Uh, oh hey, guys! Didn't <laughs> didn't see you there. <laughs> of course, we didn't see you there because uh, you're not here. Because you're not right. <laughs> uh, hey, well, welcome back. Uh, hey. We're we're doing this again. It's yeah. it's happening. This is another sequelize this episode. Uh, it sure is. Sure buddy. is. <laughs> um, uh, once again, I, I'm I'm Dan Sarnowski, once again joined by my co-host, hello, Chris hello. Brady. Uh And, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, time for another episode. It sure is. I feel like one of these, one, one time I'm going to figure out a way to start the show. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. We, 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 I mean, we kind of have a way to start the show. What do you mean? I, well, I mean, we, we come on and, you know, we notice people. It always happens by surprise every week. We, yeah, it does catch me by surprise. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of I must weird. say. I have to say, <laughs> I can't not say it. Uh, but yeah, this is a this can be a big week because we uh, we watched Godfather Part Two. Yep. Uh, you know, finally, finally, kind of like washed out the the awful memory of that that really weird avant garde yeah thing we found last week. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back and, and, and listen to last week's episode. Uh, if you're one of those people who listens to this stuff out of order, uh, you know, you have to listen to them in order for the for the full story to develop. I mm. feel like. Because uh, that's important for this podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I, I definitely, definitely watched Godfather Part Two this week. But I want to know what you thought of it. Um. Well, I thought it was. Uh, you know, it's it's obviously it's uh it's, it's Coppola's Cop- masterpiece. masterpiece. Yeah, I of mean, course. You know, it's it's like the movie. It's like the sequel to the ultimate movie. You know, it and, absolutely is. You yeah. know, I think right when it opens, uh, I think the best part is uh, right there at the beginning. And I gotta be honest, I didn't actually watch it. Oh no! What happened? 
Um, you know, I, I, I went into, uh, you know, start up my Blu-ray player and uh, watch the movie. And then I realized, like... <laughs> so you say start up your Blu-ray player? I was imagining, like, it's a like a, like a chain, <laughs> like a pull chain thing, yeah. like, a, like a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Damn it, I didn't get enough gas in my Blu-ray player. <laughs> no, I, I went to, I went to, like... I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm actually going to finally sit down and watch Godfather 2. And I started up my Blu-ray player and I realized like, hey, asshole, over like the last 15 weeks that we've been doing this podcast, I still haven't acquired a Blu-ray copy of uh, Godfather Part 2 yet. Oh, so I, no. like, I like went to, you know, put the disc into the tray and I'm like, oh, that's right. I don't have the disc. So what did you put in there? Well, well I didn't put anything in there at oh. first. Um, <laughs> okay. But, you know, eventually, I I did put in uh, Gilmore Girls season three. Oh, that's a solid choice. Kind of watch those. That's really when this the show really started to take off. I, I agree. The yeah. characters got a little bit more depth to them. Yeah, and... you really start to see uh, Luke and Lorelai's love story blossoming. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know, Rory's about to go. Well, off they to won't. They you know right, that whole right, thing. Yeah, right, oh, right. Man. Yeah, I can go on for hours about Gilmore Girls. <laughs> That's a different podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not really good for sequels though. So I, no, I, I'm yeah. sorry. Until I, they I, make a movie. Uh, right. They're, Another movie. Oh, did they already make a movie? They made a, uh, it was like a four episode uh, oh, okay. thing on Netflix, but each of them was like feature length. Oh, I remember length. hearing about that. Yeah. 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 Which I haven't watched yet. Real talk, I am actually a big Gilmore Girls fan. <laughs> like, I know that sounds lame and stupid, but yeah, I, I actually like Gilmore Girls, but I haven't watched that part yet. So. Oh, okay. Well, that's a but, shame. Yeah. can't really talk about that as a sequel, though. <sighs> yeah. Um, and you definitely can't talk about Godfather Part 2 if you didn't no. watch it. Well, yeah. did you did you watch it? Maybe we can get through it. Um, you know, um, I had every intention of watching it. I had every intention of watching it. Um, but you know, I was, so, you know, YouTube has movies on there, right? Like yeah. you can, you can go actually watch movies on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, either officially or, un- or unofficially. Yeah. Um, so I was like, you know, what? just, uh, let me see if it's on YouTube. And, uh, you know, I found, I found one of those like, uh, co- like versions of it where, uh, because for copyright claims, they had to like show it like on a fake cinema screen with all the stuff around it. Uh, and, and then like the audio was all weird. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the, the person who uploaded the video made it like a really, I think a really strong creative choice. And they, they took clips of Jar Jar Banks from uh, the, the Star Wars prequels out yeah. and superimposed him into the Godfather part two. <laughs> um, so I, I will say, I mean, it's not the Godfather part two. But it might be better. Yeah, the, 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 the Jar Jar the Jar Jar edition. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I guess I can't really talk about it because it's not the official like. Yeah. Um, but Misa it's... knew it was a you, Fredo. <laughs> you broke on me heart, muy muy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you're if you're if you want to watch the the Godfather Part Two with Jar Jar in there, just oh, uh, just search for it on YouTube. Awesome. It's it's definitely there. I'm definitely not making it up right now. Uh, yeah, it's totally the Jar Jar cut. I can tell that you wouldn't lie about this. Yeah, I, why would I lie about this? The Jar Jar Abrams <laughs> cut. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, yeah, that's that's a real thing. Um, well, shit. All right. Well, I guess uh, unless we want to talk about the Jar Jar cut. Um, well, you know, we we did just watch Too Fast, Too Furious. We did just watch that in yeah. preparation for next week. Yeah, so yeah. I guess. Uh, I guess we can bump it. Why up. do we keep doing that? We keep jumping the gun. Well, you know, it's better to get it out of the way, I guess. Yeah, I, I think so, prepared. too. Okay, so, all right. 
sorry once again i i know it's what we're, we're definitely gonna get there i mean i i know everyone is just you know clamoring for us to talk about the yeah. godfather part 2 and we want to talk about it too like we, it, it's it's you know I, I really want to talk about it um, everyone's clamming they're going fishing they're for just clams. they're just claiming that 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 fish what what that doesn't make any sense they're going fishing for clams fishing right? for clams clamming what, for fish that's what you meant right uh absolutely i would not just make a weird <laughs> mistake like that no uh okay but we'll, well all right so you know godfather part two is still going to be on the we're still going to talk about it uh maybe next week uh but this week uh we'll, we'll talk about too fast too furious and uh <laughs> yeah so this this is like we're too fast for y'all man <laughs> yeah <laughs> That oh man fucking banger it really is um <laughs> it's it's one of the most fun movies you can watch yeah uh, maybe not the best movie you can watch no it's def it's definitely not the best but it's fun all these movies are fun yeah They're i'm a i'm fun. a i'm an unashamed fan oh, yeah, of, me too. of the fast and furious yeah. movies um i will say like i wasn't i i, I kind of wrote them off for a long time yeah because you know i was like i'm a, it's very easy i'm, to a, do I'm a serious like film critic yeah. like a serious film fan like I, I like watching real movies yeah um but just like because they're always like on tv or whatever just yeah. the one day i just like sat down and watched like a bunch of them in a row i'm like these are actually great like yeah. they're just really fun um i think it was like when fast five came out and we'll yeah. definitely talk about that sometime uh that's like when i was like oh these are actually like good just just good fun movies yeah um My, i think our friend ben always puts that uh feeling best is like you know a fifty dollar steak is great, but sometimes you just need a two dollar hamburger. Yeah, yeah. And these movies are the two dollar hamburger that you need. Right, right. And, and this one, like, it's really funny, like watching this one now, um, especially if you've seen any of the newer ones. Yeah. Just how different. Yeah, it they're is. very different. So different. Um, because it, it, it's it's like they they knew they had to up the ante for this one. Right. Uh, but instead of like, you know, taking down. Like a, a a ring of like uh, satellites that'll destroy the Earth if if someone's in the wrong hands or whatever. It's just like a, a guy just trying to bust like a drug kingpin. Yeah, right. Uh, and it's like the scales is so much smaller, and it's right. just really funny to see how like they just got out of hand like later on very in the quickly because you have to. You can't make the same movie over and over again and not up the ante all the time. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. Uh, but it's it's great. Like uh, it's just a it's a fun movie. Um, and it's it starts it also starts the ridiculous naming convention that all these movies have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, uh, The Fast and the Furious, The Fast and the Furious, <laughs> Fast, Fast five. five, right? Um, uh, what's the? Uh, uh, I don't remember what six is. It's a uh, live free, live faster, die furious. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's furious. It's uh oh shit. Wow, I, why can't I think of it right I, now? I can't remember. Or it was, yeah. Ah, whatever. But yeah, they're all. No, wait, no. So wait, wait, wait. Hang, hang on. So six is the Fast and the Furious. Okay. Uh, four is just Fast and Furious Four, I think. Is it? Yeah, it's like it's like the one like like normal right, named title one. one. Yeah. And then yeah, it's the Fast and the Furious, and then it's Furious Seven, yeah. and then it's <laughs> the Fate of the Furious. Yeah, right. And then this one, the one that was supposed to come out this year. Is this called F nine? <laughs> yeah, right. Nine. There are nine. There are nine movies. Oh there's, my there's, God. there's. Uh, they're planning on doing eleven of them. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the the plan is like F nine, and then uh, ten and eleven are supposed to be like one like can, like one big yeah, movie two parter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of like the Avengers yeah. uh, or Godfather <laughs> or Godfather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
you know the you, you didn't think we would find a way to connect the godfather That's to right. uh fast and furious but we did it but we did it by god yeah um, there's also like the weird sequel where like they only have one of the main characters come right. back yeah uh and it's it's really and they they shift you know coast they go from los angeles to miami yep uh but it's like it's a totally new cast other than uh brian played by the late great paul great, walker yeah the late great ish yeah he's great come on you got to give it to me He's he's not good in this movie, but there's <laughs> no. nobody else who could play that character. Yeah, right. And he, by all accounts, he's an excellent person. Yeah. So you know, rest in peace, Paul Walker. Yeah. Uh, that's it, it, that's that's obviously put, put a cloud on the entire series by right. this point. But I think, and part of it too is the material. I think he really did about as good of a job as one can do with that material. Maybe in because mo- it's not. It's not well written. Not I don't. You think, don't say. <laughs> I don't think any of. Well, they they get better later. They do on. get better. Yeah, they get better later on. But the early ones in particular are not like super well written. Um, but you know, you, they make it work. Yeah, they know they know what they are. We talked about it a little bit before we got started. There's nothing better than like dumb movies that know that they're dumb. Yeah, um, and it, it's it's really funny because like the first one had such a cult following. Oh yeah. Um, and it really started like it, it in the early 2000s because uh, you know I, if you don't know me and I think we talked about it before but I'm, I'm like a really big like car nut yeah um, big car enthusiast just an enthusiast of big cars no just kidding in uh, <laughs> uh, like the early 2000s like there the the car culture that was kind of built around and at the same time as the fast and furious when the first one came out Um it was it's it really just took off. Oh yeah, in a way that I don't think anyone saw it coming. And they raised the price on the Toyota Supra forever. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like you can't sniff one of those for under fifty grand now. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, it's it's this like when Fast and Furious came out, it was like right around the same time as like MTV had. Um, uh, pimp my ride right and like the whole like culture around that uh like modifying your cars in those ridiculous ways uh you had need for speed underground yeah come out around the same time and just like everything was all about like you know modified uh japanese yep. cars and things like that ports yeah. um and this movie really like and, and again like i think one thing this movie does really well is it recognized that right and then it that informed the decisions they made in this one because um, if you look at the, the first one, like, you know, there, there definitely were modified cars and stuff, but mm-hmm. like, you know, the hero cars, it was, a, you know, the Toyota Supra and also the, the Dodge uh, yeah, Challenger. That Challenger is so yeah. fucking hot in that it, movie. It, dude, yeah. Um, <laughs> All black. But they, they kind of recognize that, you know, the shift towards uh, the Asian uh, cars, yeah. which definitely kind of informed the, fir- like the, you know, obviously the sequel to this one being Tokyo Drift. Um but as a car nerd, it's just like really interesting to go back and like watch this and seeing just how much the car culture has changed. Yep. Um, and then you just had this like you know brief moment in like the early two thousands when it was all about you know underglow and big stereo systems in your trunk mm-hmm. and like these ridiculous body hey, kits. I still love that era. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it definitely has a it, it definitely has a soft spot for me as well. Yeah. Um, but it's it's yeah, it's totally different than like the it's culture shock when you yeah, watch it. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. It's, it's and it, 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 it's funny because like the opening scene of this movie is all like it is the most like early two thousands car oh, culture yeah. scene. Yeah. Uh, out there, and they, it's funny because they they really like kind of linger on it a oh, bit, yeah. which is which is funny. Um, 
Because, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, this is probably the worst Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, I think I think if as a, as a it movie, down, it's yeah. probably the worst. But I, I I remember disliking it a lot more. Uh, but when we rewatched it, I was like, I was just you know having a good time. Oh yeah, it's fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, it's super yeah. fun. I mean, because yeah. like, it's fun to like kind of poke fun at like of some course. of the bad moments. Yeah. But uh, it's it's also like has its really good moments too. I think the opening scene, especially too, again, just like. Anytime you can open up one of these movies with a street race, right. that's the right way to do it. Absolutely. And uh, the street race in this one is is just real, really a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it's actually, I, I was saying when we were sitting through watching it, it's, it's shot better than it has any right to be shot. Like, it, it, it looks pretty good. With the exception of the CGI stuff. Yeah. Uh, which looks really dated, obviously, by of today's course. standards. Yeah. Uh, but even then, it was, just, it was you know, because the, they have, like, these shots of... Uh, like the cars like racing in between each other and you know because of the speeds they're going or the speeds that they wanted to seem like they were going they did a lot of it with cgi which yeah. you know was still really kind of primitive at that point and um you know it, it looks like a like a video game of that era and sure. it doesn't really hold up all that well uh but the good thing is like i feel like because of that the series like really later on like leaned really a lot harder into practical star right. car stunts which yeah, I mean, we'll 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 talk about those movies eventually. But, yeah, we're gonna get there. Yeah, for sure. But uh, this is another one where we almost have to do them in order. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, because the so series too. is so long, we have to. You know, it's so dense. Yeah, it's so dense. Yeah, I wonder if we can get through all uh, eight of them before F nine comes out next year. Well, I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can turn them out. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be fun. Uh, do like one big episode where we cover. <laughs> A bunch of them in a row. We just like marathon them all yeah. in one day, which is not the worst way to spend your day, I don't think. Um, let's get some Coronas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the opening scene of this movie, like, it's it's also really funny that because uh, because Brian, like, we talked about it a little bit already. He's not the most charismatic no character, and it's 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 funny because like in the opening scene, you have these three street racers lined up. And they're all like, you know, it's it's almost cartoonish how much like they kind of lean into like their racial stereotypes. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of like a, uh, it doesn't really hold up very well in 2020. It's like. Yeah. And eh, whatever. Yeah. But it's, it's very much of that time. Sure. Um, and you have like these, these three, three characters of different ethnicities. And they're all like really leaning into their yeah. <laughs> like stereotypes there. Uh, but they're all like, but they're also like, they're all really. You know, I, I, I'm trying to get around to saying the word colorful, but they are all like really colorful characters. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, not not like that. Because Stop they're all like that. colored characters. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to avoid. It. Like, right. is there a better way I can say this? <laughs> uh, but yeah, and, and, like they all, all have like their very distinct cars of like the you know different things yeah. that like really each one of them. Um, I think they do a really good job of making the 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 car match the character really Shout well. Shout out to Suki's Honda. That- the car is so fucking hot. Yeah, yeah. There's a uh, like bright pink yeah. Honda S2000 uh, with like this the bright pink underglow and this massive body kit. Super cool. Uh, very very cool car. Uh, you know, special like I know this is not the podcast for it, but recommendation. Uh, there's a there's a car channel on YouTube. Uh, Doug Demuro. Uh, he actually recently reviewed that Honda S2000 in one of his videos. Really? There's a um, 
there's a car museum in Los Angeles that they have like movie cars oh, and like important cars cool. from like throughout throughout history and stuff. And for some reason, uh, one of the cars they have is this this Toyota S2000 or Honda S2000. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's the car from the movie. That's so uh, cool. And it's really funny because like he goes through and he kind of points out the stuff that was like kind of half-assed for the movie and that sort of thing. But it's a really cool video. If you like Fast and Furious, uh, re- recommend checking it out. Um, Especially because it's like one of the most iconic cars of the series, and it's only in it for like two scenes. I know, uh, but it's just so cool looking that you just can't like not think of it when you think of this movie. Um, and that, that's also true for uh, Brian's uh, R thirty two Skyline, right? Uh, which is like one of the coolest cars oh, ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's it's also cool because it's it's you know the JDM configuration with the right hand drive. Yeah. Uh, I, I I know I'm probably confusing some people out there. Uh, with this terminology, but this, yeah, I'm just a car nerd, so sorry, just, just take it. Um, <laughs> but it's like the, like the the silver with like the blue stripes the blue on stripes, it. Yeah. It's just a, an iconic look. Um, but it's only in this, the movie for like one scene, and it yeah. doesn't drive, doesn't drive it again. But it's like it's it's those those cars. Like if you play like any like Need for Speed or or Forza game any anymore, like you, if you look through, you see people who've like recreated those cars in the yeah. games because like they're just so iconic. Yeah. Um, and that, that that's kind of like what this what these movies are, are kind of all about, you know. It's, it's you know less about like the underlying story of right. you know busting the criminals and that sort of thing. It's more about Showing just like off what we can do yeah, really cars. cool looking yeah. fast cars, crazy stunts, uh, and Tyrese Gibson. Yeah, right. Ty- <laughs> Shout out to Tyrese in this movie. He's fucking. He's I, you're the one who said it. He he like. He, he just, delivers the best performance of the movie for sure. Well, because he he is he is just going all out. He's yeah. just eating up every scene. Um, and it's it, I think it's a, it's a, a stark contrast because again, like I I, I kind of said all this to, to point out that like when you have these, these three really uh, dynamic characters at the beginning yeah. and they're like crazy cars and then like Brian pulls up and, and he's, he's just Mister Wonderbread. Yeah, and he's just like com- like dead expression on his face yeah. Ooh, maybe the uh, dead expression yeah. uh just like it's a completely like blank expression <laughs> he just on his pulls face up and he's already dead <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> what's up brian oh boy um <laughs> he's, he's on fire oh my god no <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's just like a complete blank expression on his face, and he, I, I think it's just point out that he that he's all business about this too, because yeah. um, you know at the end of the first movie uh, he he lets Dom go and uh, he gets fired because of it because um, he used to be a cop, uh, so like all he he does now is street race and that's how he makes his money apparently. Yeah. Um, so he's just all business, and like when he rolls up and everybody knows it. Uh, but it's also just like in really stark contrast because he's like interacting with these other characters and they're like all very animated and he's just like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna smoke you guys. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> What's up, bro? Yeah. <laughs> like anytime he's interacting with Ludacris in this movie, I know it's just so funny to me, yeah, bro. Yeah. Because <laughs> like <laughs> he looks like the last person that would hang out with Ludacris. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, Mr. Fucking Wonderbread. Yeah, and speaking of Ludacris, like he's he's awesome in this movie yeah, too. Oh like, yeah, Luda's awesome in all these movies. Yeah, yeah. he's he's so great. Um, Ludacris, he's actually like a kind of an underrated actor. Yeah, I've, I've seen him in other stuff where he actually has to act, and it's like he's pretty solid. Yeah, you know, um, I think there's something about like 
there's just some like rappers that that, that can actually they, act the charisma yeah yeah we talked about kid cuddy in the uh yeah uh bill and ted episode as well uh he's like another one that can actually like do some solid acting um <laughs> shout out to to 50 cent yeah right <laughs> live, live harder die trying uh <laughs> live richer die trying yeah or, or get, get rich, rich get rich or die trying yeah yes <laughs> many men wish death upon me you never never mind yeah <laughs> never i was more it. laughing at your impression than anything oh thank you that's mm-hmm. my that's my 50 cent impression yeah, I got I got fifty cents for you right here. Ayo, See what I did? Ooh, I'm holding up two ayo, quarters. Oh, I get it. Oh, hey. it's so wow. good. Man, we're uh, we're really on the ball Whew, today. Yeah, just <laughs> just crushing it so far. Um, no, but yeah, seriously, shout out to Tyrese who definitely delivers the best performance of this movie despite the really bad material. <laughs> He's not given great dialogue that he has to work with. He's just kind of you know doing his thing through the whole thing he's trying to elevate it <laughs> as much and as he, he really can. And like honestly like his, he he does it you know um yeah for sure and uh but yeah so like you have the street race at the beginning and uh you know brian obviously wins uh but you also get this like crazy stunt where they like raise the the drawbridge up yeah, right and like they <laughs> they so, go they go flying off of it which right. is really great it's like i think i said like ludicrous is like hey yo i got something for y'all we're about to kill my friends tonight. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, because they would absolutely just like it <laughs> would just it, be dead. Because it destroys no two of the four cars. Yeah, uh, one of them doesn't even try it. Uh, right. Somehow, Brian's is the only one that like that's fine. Magically okay when it lands. He just Dukes of Hazards his way like over this bridge. He's like, <laughs> and they come down like fifty feet in the air and crash to the pavement. I'm like, they, they would be dead. Right, or maybe not dead, but like the the car would definitely. The car would be dead. Yeah, because like again, like they have it really on on really low suspension for for right. handling purposes. Like, because the one of it, like when it hits, like the suspension just gives out. Right. It's like okay, that's what would actually happen in that situation. Sure. <laughs> and then the the S two thousand nose dives and like breaks off the the front bumper. Yeah. It's like yeah, that's what would actually happen. Right. Yeah. Except way more violent than that. Oh yeah. The engine right, would right. get launched into the air. And, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yo, we're about to kill my friends tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I got something for y'all. <laughs> but once again, like that was another thing that I, it's I remember. Accessory to murder. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an iconic scene. Yeah, like I, I think it, anytime you think of this movie, you think of that opening scene where they jump off the drawbridge. Uh, even so much as is like in in one of the uh, Need for Speed games, like one of the underground games, like one of the races you do has like a, a, drawbridge, a drawbridge you have to jump yeah. over. Yeah, it's like. You know, it's it's become iconic, and, and not that this is the first movie where like, the cars jump over a drawbridge, but it's you know it's kind of like brought it into the modern zeitgeist a, a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, it looks good. I mean, they they did a good job with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, because I watched that Doug Murray video, uh, fun little piece of trivia: the uh, the cars that they actually jumped off of there, uh, so they wouldn't injure any stunt people. Uh, they were remote controlled. Oh no! So way. they built like a remote control rig in the, the actual car and then use use that to jump off the bridge so they wouldn't actually danger any sun people that's legit uh however the camera car that was like following them yeah uh, was not able to stop in time and actually oh, like no. went off and the people like they actually like broke their wrists or whatever oh my god yeah yeah uh it's it, yeah because it's a it's a really dangerous thing to do yeah, of course yeah, yeah which is why you would use a remote control instead of actually sending somebody over it um but yeah that's you know a little little fun piece of trivia for you yeah, I was gonna say because that looks way too good to actually be CGI. Like it, it just 
yeah, it, it's 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 funny the things they chose to do CGI and the things that they didn't. But uh, yeah, that that was actually a, a practical uh, cool. effect, which is cool. Yeah. Um, I think you said when we were watching the scene is like they 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 made it look like a real life anime, just the way they they filmed it. Yeah, a lot of fast cuts, a lot of like zoom ins on faces, and then the you know it's Fast and the Furious, so we're gonna get the gratuitous shifting shots. Oh my god, yeah, so many shifting, <laughs> so many sh- like every single time that somebody shifts gears, they like they make sure they they they, they, have to, they show you your their feet so you can see that they're you know they're not pressing the the brake pedal, they're they're they're, they're timing their shifts correctly so they don't have to brake when they shift, and they just show the clutch and then they show the gear shift every single time just to show how serious these guys are at driving. And it's also really funny that nobody understands how uh, shifting impacts acceleration in your car. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's like every time they shift, they get a speed boost every yeah, right. single time. Sure, like it's, like it's fucking uh, Rush, you know, right. old arcade cabinets. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, so you know, they, the race is over and, you know, Brian gets all this money and the cops show up. Uh, and then, like, they, they bring him in. Uh, and then it's also funny. So, like, you also established that the cops have EMPs that can disable their cars. Yeah, right. Um, you know, this is natural. Every police force has that. Yeah, yeah, right, right. It's also really funny to me that the EMP disables just the driving port part of the car. Yeah, not uh, the uh, not the like dashboard or, or the, the lights. lights or yeah, anything yeah, like anything like that. Uh, but you know, it's a movie. Uh, again, like they have you- special EMPs that only take down <laughs> certain pieces of electronics yeah later on in the movie yeah. they, they 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 get like an emp spike in the door of the guy's car and like how would that actually disable the car if it's yeah, in right. the door there's like nothing in there's there there's nothing metal in there that would really really but nothing connected to the, the right. engine or the electronics in the car yeah yeah but you know it's whatever it's, it's a movie sure um and so yeah they they, they bring they bring him in and like you're you're brian whatever your last name is you're like, a loose cannon cop He's like, <laughs> you're a former cop. He's like, no, that's not who I am. Brian O'Connor? Brian O'Connor. Yeah. Oh, it's Brian O'Connor. It's me, Brian O'Connor. You know, because there's so, there's so many blonde-haired, blue-eyed Irish people. Yeah, I named O'Connor. Yeah. That's a family name. It's a family name. Uh, and they're like, you know, we, we should send you to prison. But there's this job that we feel like only yeah. you can do. We need drivers. We need drivers. Like it just so happens that. <laughs> it's, yeah, so there's a like a big drug kingpin in, a, in yeah. Miami. They have to bring down. They they need drivers for it. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. It, it, because you know the DEA doesn't actually have anybody that can drive apparently. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> And so that's also pointed out too, because like when they're trying to get him in on the job, you know, he like they're like, and you're gonna be working with this guy, yeah. And uh, he he asked him like a technical question about which engine he should put into his uh into the skyline to get it running better, uh, and the guy totally you know fails the test, because uh, you know, I because everybody who drives a car should know every type of engine out sure, there, right? Uh, but you know, maybe he should know enough to know that those weren't engines, uh. And he's like, no. So this guy's not going to cut it. We're going to use my guy. Yeah. Because you know when you're when you're like under arrest, that's how it works. Yeah. yeah you, you, you have get all, to set the terms. You have all the leverage. Arrest. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And this is where we we meet you know Tyrese, Tyrese. again. Tyrese. Uh, <laughs> and to establish he's a great driver, uh, he's in a demolition, demolition derby. Derby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is also you know it, it's demolition derbies are great fun. Anytime you see oh, one yeah. on, on, on movies, I think. 
Uh, this one's just like... Or in person. Or in person. Yeah. Or, you know, when you're involved in them. Yeah. Whether the other people know it or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hold on, Grandma. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I think I think we're both a little sleepy today. Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> definitely am. Shout out to this Konami microphone. This is a Konami microphone. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's from one of, like a rock band game yeah. or something like that. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, this is where we meet Tyrese, uh, and, and like apparently they go way back. Uh, sure, because you know exposition and whatever. Right, right. We gotta like because they couldn't get Vin Diesel for yeah, this there's one. There's no Dominic Toretto in this one. I actually forgot to look that up to see why they they couldn't get him for this one. Um, Was he making Riddick two at the time? It's possible. Yeah. yeah so that's Escape from or no Butcher Bay was the video game. Um, Escape from Riddick One. Yeah. <laughs> Riddick Two. Escape from, from Riddick, Riddick One. one yeah. <laughs> uh, those movies were not great. great. Uh, great video games, though. Yeah, he was filming Chronicles of Riddick. I was to say it had to be. It had to be. Uh, something like that it had to be an interfering thing because he does come back you know for when we do the the next one um, yeah for a cameo at the very end he does come back for a cameo and then he's in he's like featured in fast four yeah he's in all the other ones yeah the fast in the four he is <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh it's, yeah it's just it's really funny because like yeah this this is the, the the only one he's not in yeah it's weird yeah um but you know, whatever. Yeah, Riddick was more important, I guess. Sure. Got to make, got to make that Riddick. Well, he's a huge fucking. I think we talked about it a little bit before. He, Vin Diesel's a huge fucking nerd. We actually, because uh, <laughs> when Matt and I did the uh, Jurassic Park episode, yeah. we went on like, this weird tangent where we talked about Vin Diesel and Riddick. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I can't even remember how we got on that. Yeah, total comic book nerd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that yeah, but whatever. It's got it. It's 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 always nice to see uh, you know, actors actually get to do what they want to do. Sure. Uh, even if it's Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> hey, man, it spawned, like, maybe the... Aside from Halo and Splinter Cell, it spawned maybe the best Xbox game. That game was really good. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. Uh, so anyway... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Woo. Anyway, back to, like, the actual topic of the podcast. Right, right. Um, but yeah, yeah, like, from from the jump, though, like, Tyrese is, is like, just chewing up every single scene he's in. Yeah. Um... It's just really funny to see him acting like <laughs> across from uh, Paul Walker because it's right. just like this guy who's like clearly just just doing everything he can to be like as animated as possible and just like really give it all. It's so, like and right. then like Paul Walker's just kind of yeah, dead up, bro? yeah, the whole time, uh, which is just really really funny. Um, Paul Walker has basically the same look on his face through the entire movie. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, there's like only a few scenes where he shows like any real emotion. I know, and it's only because he like almost died, right? <laughs> <laughs> or because he's driving. It's like it's, it's very clear that Paul Walker is because he's like he is a really or was a really big like gearhead. Yeah, um, and that's obviously you know what he liked about these movies. Sure. So it makes sense that like you know that's that's what he's there for. He's there to drive cars fast. Uh, and furiously, yeah. Um, hey. <laughs> hey, woo! Hey, oh, hey, oh, uh, but yeah, so they get uh, they they pull in Tyrese to be uh, his his partner on this job, and of course they do the the, the common trope of like you know if, if you do this for us, uh, we'll wipe your records clean. Sure. Uh, and of course they both have a rap sheet a mile long. 
uh, Tyrese is under house arrest. Yeah, well, the, the, this is a cute little aside. I got even though it's stupid and it's not. It makes it no works. sense. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny. I give it to him. Yeah, he's like he, uh, it's like he, he he can't be within with farther than a hundred yards from his house, but he's like driving a mobile home. Yeah, he's got like a camper. <laughs> he's like, why do you think I parked so close to the derby? <laughs> hey, are you okay? Oh God, no! I'm dying. Oh, good. Is I that... told you. Remember, right? Your dentist said you're dying. My yeah, my dentist <laughs> said I was dying. Your dentist name is Crentus. Yeah, <laughs> dentist Crentus. <laughs> oh, no big deal. Um, Crentus <laughs> dentistry. All right, let's. Sorry, let's get back on topic here. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Groundbreaking podcast. Yeah, here. This groundbreaking. Is, this is why we don't usually do this in the morning. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Real yeah. talk, I haven't had an energy drink in over three weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that sounds awful. No, it's I'm trying to be healthier-ish. And it's, it's you know, clearly working out so well for yeah. me since I can focus. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go get some coffee as soon as I leave here. Like, I fucking need coffee. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anywho. So they get, you know, they, pull, they get pulled in on this this, this job. Uh, and they, they find out, you know, they got to bring in this, this uh, drug kingpin in Miami. And that there's they've they've had a, an agent on the inside for a year. Yeah, Jesus Christ! Like I I don't know much about these types of operations, but I feel like if your uh, inside man is in there for a year and still hasn't got the job done, yeah, maybe it's time to pull him out. Yeah, uh, or figure out a new strategy. So I've 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 watched a couple. Okay, so I know there's. I know that does happen in certain agencies where they'll put somebody undercover for like way too long, like a super long period of time. Yeah. But I can't imagine it's that common. Right, right. I, I saw like a documentary about this guy who was undercover in the mafia in uh, New Jersey for like three years. Holy shit. And uh, it got like they were about to ask him to like to, to be a made guy, basically. Like he just showed up and started hanging around one day. Mm-hmm. And you know like got in with these guys and he was somewhere and these two guys beat the shit out of somebody in front of him and he didn't join in and then like his cover was that's just, how he was made that's how like, his cover was just completely blown from that oh point. my so they god pulled him out after three years. years but he basically took down an entire like small family of you know organized crime right right this is for one guy for one guy <laughs> <laughs> one dude went undercover, and then of course he got like the meritorious service award and like all this shit. But like, I can't even fathom that. Um, yeah, but that is super not common. Right, right. Um, well, that's what the point is. Like, the guy took out like an entire took out an entire mob like right, uh, well, mafia family. Right. This is for one guy. One dude. Yeah. <laughs> they send Ava Mendez out to take down one dude. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's just like okay, all right. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, again, like you can poke holes in this story if right. all you want, you know. Um, but it's you know it's it's the story's just there to like lead up to the next action scene, really, right? Uh, which is you know the whole point of the movie. Um, and then you know because they have to have because they're they're there to to be you know drivers. They give them these uh, these cars, um, and they could like I, w- I would think they would give them something less conspicuous. I know, uh, yeah. but it's it's and, and again like I think it was more to do with the fact that like. Because the original movie, like the the, the orange Supra, yeah. was so iconic, and even like uh, Brian's green uh, eclipse at the beginning of the movie, right, uh, is like still very iconic as well. I think that's why they went like super like flashy with these cars because sure. they wanted to have like the same level of you know excitement around them. Yeah, um, 
And, it, and honestly, I don't think it worked as well. Uh, no. Again, like we talked about the uh, the pink S2000 in the beginning of the movie and like the silver skyline. skyline. Yeah. But like, you know, the, there's a, you know, purple eclipse. It's like, an, it's, oh, it's like an O2 or an O3 Mitsubishi Spider. Yeah. Like the convertible and then, you know, a, a Lancer Revolution, yeah. uh, like, a, like a yellow one, like Evo 8, I think. Um, and, you know, it, it, those those are like, you know, exciting cars on their own. But, like, I don't really see them... They didn't really, I feel like, catch on the same way no. as... Even, the, like, the other cars at the beginning of the movie did. Yeah. Uh, which is, which is you know, they, they tried. Um, but, you know, it, it's 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 funny that, that that's what they chose to do for, for these guys. Yeah. Um, and, uh, of, of course, uh, Tyrese, you know, picks the convertible because he's, you know, that the flashy guy. Right. Uh, and Brian gets the, uh, the Lancer. Yeah, but as you pointed out, the Lancer is, like, obviously the better car. Than, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, much better choice. But, oh yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean they're 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 like yeah, it's because yeah, it's it's it is also interesting that they pick two Mitsubishi's. Yeah, I know. Uh, maybe there's I'm sure there's like a marketing tie in. Oh yeah, like that. oh yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> back when Mitsubishi like still made cars. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fucking ruined the Eclipse forever. And the Lancer. And the Lancer. Yeah. yeah, it's a real shame. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's, you know, the, so they have these, like, two, like, really flashy cars, uh, and they go, like, meet up, because they're gonna, like, do a job for this, uh, for this drug kingpin guy. Yeah, they have to go pull a cigar out of a Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> Literally, right. they have to go, like, do an impound lot. He tells them, like, oh, my Ferrari got impounded. Uh, and they have to go, uh, fish something out of his glove box in the impound lot without getting caught, um. Yeah, so that's kind of that's like the second a second big action scene in the movie. Yeah, right? yeah, because this is like great race between you know uh, the other Tyrese and or... and Brian, and then you have like the other guys who are like trying to make it into this crew. Right, uh, and once again, like they they, they do a good job of like. I, th- I think one thing that um, the series has always done really well is like matching the car to the character and, and making that as, as, like a good like identifier of, of that, that they character. Yeah. Um, they really, I think, you know, go all out like later on in the series as they start getting like more and more like interesting vehicles. Yeah. Um, but like you have like the two guys because they, they're like they're, they're all like in their own like like two and two groups. So you got like the two guys in these, uh, these seventies muscle cars, yeah, the, the Guido types. Yeah. They got the, uh, like, you know, a really awesome, like Camaro SS. Yeah. And then another Dodge charger, Ch- yeah. uh, or Dodge challenger. Yeah, challenger. yeah. It's a challenger. challenger. Yeah. Um, and then you got the, the two guys in like the, the more modern American muscle cars. One guy's in a Viper. The other guy's in a Corvette. Yeah. Uh, then you got another guy in a BMW, I don't think he had a. Did he have a? He did, but that guy got taken. Oh yeah, he was the guy in the in the Mustang. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. It was like a like a modern saline Mustang. Right. Um, and they kind of like two and two, and like they each have their you know own characteristics. So again, like it, that, that's where like, these like, movies are almost more like cartoons than like actual movies, because right. it's very broad strokes uh, like characterization. But it's also I, I think it's 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 kind of fun that way because you can kind of just you know you know you know you don't have to think about the characters. You can just look at them and you know what they're like. Right. <laughs> yeah no i mean you just you know you just stereotype people that's <laughs> that's, right. that's what you do that's what you do oh man uh <laughs> early 2000s this, this is gonna be great let's just stereotype people <laughs> right right um and yeah you get this like really you know great chase with like through traffic and yeah there's lots of high high speed uh stunts and things like that uh the guy in the mustang tries to like uh 
split these two semi trucks and get stuck between them and gets fucking murked. Like, <laughs> yeah. That dude is dead as oh, fuck. Oh yeah, the wheels go over the driver's seat. Yeah, yeah like he gets because he gets stuck underneath one of them and just drives over him. Yeah, he's fucking uh, dead. Yeah, he's he's super like, dead. And they never they never dead. even talk about it. Yeah, right. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's yeah, it gets these like crazy stunts that way, and uh, you know Brian does this un- super unnecessary move where he does a one eighty and starts going in reverse just, just to give Tyrese the <laughs> exactly right, right. <laughs> it's like that seems like a weird choice. You're trying to like Whatever. race somewhere and beat a bunch of other guys, but it's also just like a really like cool like actual car yeah. stunt, uh, which is fun. He's able to like yeah, in order to like make the exit, he he spins back around and just just barely makes it. Which is just like really cool, like driving stunts. Um, which is always something I appreciate in any movie. As as you know, a, a car guy, anytime you see like some really cool, like practical car stunts, yeah, uh, that's what I like so much about this series, and uh, that's why I love the movie Baby Baby Driver for sure. Uh, which is another like just a driver that's a baby. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's it's just a, a, a an infant and he's he's driving. Uh, really interesting film. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't know they'd send Baby Driver when I asked for the best. <laughs> I didn't think they'd said baby driver. <laughs> no. The baby just like. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even see over the wheel. Uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> baby baby driver, you're, you're the ultimate. You're the king. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so stupid. Um, yeah, but they get this. Uh, the, the one thing about this scene that fucking weirds me out is like. Uh, okay, so the cops don't know that they're being tested. They just think that these two are running. Right. As though, as though they're not smart enough to realize that they're being tracked. Like, Tyrese and, and yeah. Brian, like, they definitely have to have figured that they were going to be GPS tracked. Right. So there'd be, like, no reason for them to try and run, because that's stupid. Exactly. Um, also, like, and, and also, too, like, why wouldn't they just tell their, like, police contacts, yeah, that, like, right. hey... Yeah, this is what we're doing. So you know, maybe stay out of the way. Yeah, right. Um, but w- what's even more baffling is when they 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 think that those two are running, so they send a whole fleet of cops out to stop them, and Tyrese just fucking unloads an entire clip at them. Well, hey, I mean that honestly, like if you're trying to maintain your cover, I guess yeah, that would be like the, the way to do it. It'd be hard, like it'd be hard to question the guy who just shot at some cops, right? Uh, to see if they're a cop. It's like that's you know that that's. Honestly, I felt like it was a good decision on his part. I guess. It's just, it's like very jarring. He's like, wham, what the fuck? And he just unloads a fucking clip at this dude. But it's also because, you know, like they established Tyrese as being like a... like a He's a loose Very cannon. hot-headed. Yeah. Loose, you're a loose cannon. You're a loose cannon, Tyrese. Uh, you know, uh, which is where they would even trust him in the first place. Right. Uh, but yeah, also, like I, I always thought of it as like, this is a guy who's trying to maintain his cover. Yeah. Um, and, you know... That what what better way to do that than, than opening up fire on a bunch of cops? Yeah, right. Um, and, and so like because like no one ever like but it's weird that they still like question them. Yeah, I know. Like the whole way through, uh, this like this is a classic trope of like at every opportunity the guy's like, so you guys cops? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you're not a cop. You sure you're not a cop? Yeah. Yeah, this movie is basically a lot of people questioning a lot of people they shouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, well, I guess he should be questioning those two because they definitely are. Oh, like, yeah, right, right. Cops, but like, <laughs> oh, God, I'm dying. <coughs> but the cops that they're working for, I'm sorry. The cops that oh, they're no, working for. Oh, no, don't die. What do I do? Oh, no. 
The cops that they're working for are fucking questioning them. They're like, no, you guys are going to run away. They're running on us. Like that, the dude that Tyree shoots at like three times in this movie is like, right. they're running on us. They're going to run. It's like, no, they've given you like, <laughs> they've done nothing to, to demonstrate that that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. They're just fucking like, <laughs> they think they're going to take off for some reason. And he thinks like, he's got like an agent who's been undercover for a year and a half. And he's like, yeah, we don't know if she, at first he's like, she didn't flip. And then he's like, <laughs> She might have flipped. She she might have flipped. Yeah, it's, like, it's possible. Just, like, that does she a flipped. complete fucking one eighty, like halfway through. The movie. like, oh no shit, she's been there for a year. You yeah. think she might have flipped? Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Stupid. Stupid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, I mean, like the one thing I will give this movie credit for is there's not really a slow point in the movie. Like even the parts that are in between, like the the driving scenes and the action scenes. Uh, it doesn't feel boring at any point. Like they, they kind of keep everything moving along, and uh, there's some degree of an, of excitement in everything that you watch. Yeah, because even like the the more boring moments are still in like exciting locations. Yeah, and they're they're like uh, when they go visit Ludacris at uh, at his garage, right? Yeah, it's in the middle of like a um, ski doo race. Yeah, right on the coast. He's got a garage right Sea-Doo? on the coast in Miami. S- it's said ski doo. It's sea doo. Sea doos. Yeah. 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 He's, he's just ra- he's got taking bets on jet ski races out yeah. behind his garage, and there's people barbecuing, and you know. Girls in bikinis. There's a lot of girls in bikinis in the. Oh movies. yeah, this is the yeah. whole movie. Yeah, yeah I mean, this is just half naked women. <laughs> well, know. again, this is like this movie was made for twelve year old boys. Of course, yeah, 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 of course. Which is why we like it so much. Of course, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. I'm just right, saying right. it's like, you know, yeah, very like, obvious what they were doing. Even even in scenes where they're just like expositing, like you know, yeah. dialogue. It's there's interesting things going on. Like either in frame or just in the scene and things like right. that. We talked about like uh, knowing what kind of movie you are uh, and, and like riding that line. And this movie is very good at that. But I, I think just as important is knowing your audience. Yeah. And they absolutely fucking know their audience in these movies. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, like they, they cater everything specifically to them. And like you said, this this was made for like... Uh, 12 to 19 year old dudes yes um so like it's it's like the just the way that it's shot and like how colorful it is and you know like the the actor even like the actors that they chose to be in it like it's all geared very specifically towards selling tickets to 12 to 17 year old boys right yeah and 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 since i was a 12 to 17 year old boy when this movie came out it's like yeah it's like i have that that connection to it. This might have been like one of the first movies I went to go see in the theater with my friends by myself. Oh yeah? Yeah. And I remember when we went to go see it, the fucking theater was packed. We went on opening night. Oh really? And it was full. <laughs> well, like I said, the, the first one had such a huge like following yeah. um that it, it totally makes sense, yeah. Yeah. I didn't have any friends in high school, so I didn't get to see, to go see any movies like, oh. with, with friends because I, I didn't have any friends. Yeah. Well, yeah. not much has changed. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> hey, I got, I got, I have some friends. Yeah, you got some. You're my friend, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get back to the movie. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like they, they, they know what they're doing. They, uh, like you said, a lot of colorful locations. So, like, even that, like, 
his garage is badass. Like, you know, oh, yeah, I mean? yeah. it looks great. Like if you're, if you're into that shit, you, you know, even just like looking at the rows of toolboxes and these like right <laughs> on the coast, like, yeah, it's a great location. Um, and there's a lot of those all throughout the movie and all, like all the, all the scenes that should be boring are, are in these like really vibrant locations. So it's like, it's like walking to a new casino, like, the exactly, lights and yeah, everything right. just they hold your attention. So. Well, yeah, because even like I would say the the maybe the most uninteresting part of this movie is when they go to the nightclub. Yeah, uh, but even that is like you know it's really vibrant and again there's like there's girls everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's in know. a luxury nightclub. It's like right, you know, it's legit. So. Yeah, and then even that's like broken up with like one of the most insane interrogation yeah, scenes in any movie weird, ever. Yeah. Um, and like because yeah, it's really funny. It's it's there's a scene of like this in every not like this but like of this sort of uh style like every one of these like yeah undercover cop movies or whatever right uh where you have to like establish that the guy that they're there to to get is actually a bad guy uh it's like right by this time we kind of know already yeah we get it like he's he's always dressed like in a suit yeah he's in a fucking <laughs> leisure suit in this movie this hey, man, it's like a bad guy from the seventies. Like he's it's just Miami. Like, you know they never they never got they never got out of Miami. Yeah, he's, he, but he's like yeah. I, I mean he's so Miami. He's got the big thick gold chain. <laughs> yeah. Open open le- shirt leisure suit with yeah. the big collar hanging over the jacket. <laughs> All he's missing is a, like a like a M sixteen and he's uh, right. He's yeah. fucking uh, Tony Scarface, Montana. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, it's it's wild. This is wild. <laughs> but he's a white dude. He's like, yeah, you, right. you know, everybody else working for him is Cuban, including Ava Mendez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's he's like the one white dude in Miami who's like a drug kingpin. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like all these scenes are really vibrant. We But you, you, that that club scene is that interrogation is like the <laughs> fucking wildest thing. They're right. Like, he's got he's got he's got a, like a like a cop there who is in charge of. um uh, like overwatching his, one of his locations. Yeah, because he's got he's got a dirty cop on his payroll. You know, right? Um, yeah, because he's a bad guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> In case that wasn't clear. To yeah. You. Um. Yeah. So he invites this dude to the club, and he has some girl escort him to the back, and they fucking like rip his shirt open, and stick a rat under a bucket and put it on his stomach, and then blowtorch the bucket so the rat has to dig through his body to it's it's so out of place in this movie it's so fucking like weird and jarring. i remember laughing in the theater when oh yeah well because it like... it, it's just like that's a straight up evil move oh yeah it's like, <laughs> like, like whoa that's some like that's some like <laughs> fascist dictator yeah move. right well, or some like you know uh, american soldier <laughs> trying whoa. to yeah like, whoa. trying to get information from insurgents move yeah like in a warehouse in iraq e- e- like, even guys in guantanamo would be like whoa Oh, well, take hang it easy. on. It's like, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, <laughs> it, is, it goes on for so long, too. Right. Even George Bush is like, hey, I don't know if you. Can... <laughs> I'm all for torture, but. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, whoa. And it's like, it's so oddly specific. Like the, right, the, right. The screenwriter even thought like, oh, okay. What if we take a rat and like put it under a metal bucket on this guy's stomach? And then we like heat the bucket up so the rat has to dig through him to get out of it. I think maybe the most disturbing thing of the whole scene is when uh, the evil guy is like just spouting out rat facts. Yeah, right. He's like, did you know that rats can eat through a solid metal pipe? Yeah, right. And, like he's just he's like saying this at Brian and Tyrese, and they're yeah. like, oh, what? Okay. <laughs> 
The only thing I could equate that to, a much better version of that is in Kill Bill 2. Do you remember that? Like the um, scene where she has the black mamba in the briefcase? Yes. So yeah. that's a really good way to do that. Right, right. Um, that's a really good way of doing that. <laughs> this is not. This is just so weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, the yeah. fact that he just has all these rat facts is just yeah. like so weird. <laughs> oh, uh, no big deal. I just, I was a ratologist. <laughs> right. It's and, and like the, 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 the dumbest, maybe the dumbest part is like, and if you don't, if you don't succeed on this. Yeah. This rat's gonna see your your wife, wife and your son. It's like, all right, there's probably a better way yeah, to right. like, you, you know, could, you could just like shoot them, right? <laughs> just I'm just picturing like <laughs> that's that's an awful lot of effort to go through just to prove a point. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, and that's, take that's what, the rat with you. Yeah, like, I get to get the bucket. It's like, yeah, it's too. You much know work. what's what's gonna happen? Like, after, like you think the rat's actually gonna want to dig through the the kid too? Like, I don't know. It's yeah. Ugh. You think like rats going to be full? Right. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have that much of a. This is a little rat. Yeah. Shout out to the actor who plays the guy with the rat on his stomach. Uh, <laughs> you said he. Oh, He's God. credited as, as man with rat. Man on his with rat on his stomach. He was. Uh, he was. He famously played uh, Bobby in uh, Sons of Anarchy, as well as what movie did you say he was in? Uh, he was in. Um, oh shit! Uh, uh, wow. Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints. It's been so long since I've seen uh, Boondock Saints. Yeah, he's like the the creepy guy in the um, strip club, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's been it's been a while since I've uh, watched that movie. So he, he, he just like kind of pops up in every yeah. Like, he every does. Once in a while. He was yeah. in uh, Mandalorian as well. He was in the he is uh, in Mandalorian. Yeah, he was like the oh the, yeah like the the garage owner. Yeah, uh, yeah. The episode where Bill Burr was in. Oh man, that's. That's a that's, great episode. That's a great episode. That's a great show. Yeah. Dude, Taylor Ray's coming back next month. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. I'm so fucking, oh, fucking stoked. Yeah. This is the way. This is the way. But yeah, shout out to that dude. He was uh he he played Bobby on the that's where I know him mostly from because I was a huge Sons of Anarchy fan. Uh he plays Bobby for I like, can tell by your tattoos. All seven Yeah, right. <laughs> that's one of those fucking losers who got like a Sons of Anarchy tattoo on his back. <laughs> I think it's one of the reasons because we were talking about it a little bit, but I hadn't uh, seen that show. I think that's one of the reasons why I didn't watch that show because people went fucking crazy yeah, for yeah. it. And yeah, and I was just like, no. "Oh, I should maybe stay away from that." Yeah, and then like you would show up with the Sons of Anarchy leather jacket, yeah, like, the yeah. cut. You could buy the cuts, right. and like real bikers would kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah. No, that was a it was a great TV show. If you get a chance, you should watch it. But all this to say, shout out to that guy. He's. Uh, a solid actor doing what he can with this. Uh, this, is a movie, this is a movie full of actors doing what they can with the material. Well, he also gets like one scene to actually like act later on. Yes, yeah, uh, where, yeah he, where they call he, in where he can't like he he he's like finally like joins the light side, right? Uh, and he can't like call off the the cops any longer. He's just like. Because it's, but he's it's like he actually shows some genuine emotion and like he's kind of torn up about it. Right. It's like oh yeah, good good on that guy. He gets yeah, like right. one scene to actually act. Yeah, he's a really really good actor. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, or at least good enough to not be in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's um, so good he gets two scenes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, otherwise the whole movie would look bad otherwise the whole movie would be him and you wouldn't want to make too fast too furious look bad no of course not (laughs) um and and so yeah because you get this yeah like nightclub scene um and you get another like racing scene later on because they gotta like instead of keep driving these cars that are obviously being gps tracked they have to get cars that are not yep uh 
which they continue driving those those GPS track cars around. Yeah, maybe just to keep up the the, the ruse. ruse. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they go back and race the uh, the two Guido guys the with the muscle cars from the yeah. second big action scene in the movie. Right, um, and they win uh, like a. a what, like a protagonist does. Like a protagonist does. Yeah, because like, <laughs> yeah, like I think I said when we were watching, like there's base, there's almost no way that uh, those cars would beat flat out muscle cars in a. It would is essentially it's a drag race. Yeah, just a yeah. drag race. Right, there's right. Like, they would have to. They'd have to put tens of thousands of dollars into those cars to get them. Yes. Ready, you know yeah. I mean? and, and I also I, I brought this up when we were watching it. Uh, you know, because the the uh, the engine that's in the the uh, Lance Revolution, it's like the like notoriously good for tuning yeah like it is like you can find videos on youtube of, of people putting thousand fifteen hundred horsepower in those engines yeah. no problem for drag racing so like those are like legitimately good drag racing cars but it doesn't seem like they were kind of yeah, in this movie no. <laughs> built that way um but uh yeah it, it, they have to do some like you know trickery to get them to lose and yeah it's, it's really it's like laughable because in, in the second race, where because it's a it's like a um, a relay basically, yeah. Uh, Brian has such a huge deficit. <laughs> to yeah, there's like no way. <laughs> like he he's he's because they're like they have to race to a point and come back, right? And he's like on the way to the point. The guy's already coming back the other way. Right. There's like no <laughs> so fucking way. There's zero chance that he would actually won. Yeah. But hey, you know it's movies. That's movies. Um, we get to get. There's one great chicken scene. <laughs> in this movie where he just like oh okay yeah I thought I was thinking of like I was trying to think if there was an actual chicken in this, this, no, this movie so not far. in this one okay there's I, there's chicken I think in the fourth or fifth one <laughs> oh yeah you're right like actually barbecuing so <laughs> um, but yeah no he plays chicken that's how they win that drag race and then they pull off with the uh, the muscle cars too yep um, which uh, pop up later at the end of the movie they uh in in maybe the coolest scene in this movie, except for the the race at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, um, and it, yeah. So essentially, just a couple of really great action scenes uh, going throughout. Couple it. of uh, ooh, couple, couple of, of great action scenes. Yeah, you got some action scenes here. Yeah, so, ooh, this, this is like some kind of action movie <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, also, I, I think shout out to Eva Mendez, yeah, uh, who's just like fucking hot in this. Oh, movie. she's just a babe in every, shit, every movie. It's so it's it's like I I know we're just like boiling this this woman who's an accomplished uh, Academy Award nominated actress, yeah, uh, down to her her looks, but Eva Mendez, I is mean, a it, total fox. I feel like in this movie, it's it's that was kind of the point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's like, it's, she knows she looks good. Oh I mean, yeah, you know, dude, yeah, total babes, you know. Still a total babe. She'll be a total babe twenty years from now. Yeah, just, yeah. Ryan some, Gosling, you lucky motherfucker. I know. So, <laughs> some people just have God given looks, and yeah. she's one of those people. Yeah. Uh, um, and she is. She is a good actress. Yeah, uh, and, and once an, again, you know, uh, aside from just you know demeaning this woman down to her, you know, just her physical attractiveness, she's a great actress. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, but really, it's, it's, she doesn't really get much to do in this movie other than look good, though. Yeah. Uh, but she kisses Paul Walker once. That's cool. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Uh, Paul she's... Walker, you lucky dead son of a bitch. <laughs> but we we should we should at, at least I think at this point bring up the uh, the elephant in the room, and it's the uh, the gay subtext between uh, oh yeah 
Paul Walker and, and Tyrese. Yeah, movie. it's this movie has a very, lot of homoeroticism. Yeah, a lot of homoeroticism. Which is, you know, I think it's a common. That's actually like a common buddy cop. Yeah, and buddy trope. movies. Yeah, right. Okay, so that's I, I was saying. Like, I, I'm very excited for us to watch Rocky Three at some point because that movie actually has the <laughs> the gayest scene in movie history. It's um, like Rocky Three. And then uh, broke back down. Right. Like one and two. <laughs> right. No, seriously, like, you know, and I love Rocky Three, but like, there, there is, there's so much uh, homoerotic undertones all throughout that movie. <laughs> um, and I think you're right. I think that is a, like a common uh, buddy trope, buddy cop, or buddy, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't say it's a problem. It's just it, no, but it is. It is just kind of funny. It's a common thing. It's yeah. like a common thread. Well, because if you if you uh, like put it in your head that the whole time that uh, like Tyrese is like Brian's ex lover or something like yeah, that, yeah, makes uh, total. Because <laughs> totally, yeah. like every time he looks at even Mendez, he gets like really jealous. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like the the the. It actually makes the movie may, might make more sense. It's like it is not like jealous because Brian might be hooking up with Eva Mendez. Yeah, he's jealous because she, he's looking at her instead of him almost. Right, it's just like a really like, makes total sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes total sense. It mo- yeah. Almost more sense if you write it that way. Um, which is cool. I still, just, yeah, it's I still just, watch a movie. It's yeah, like, so it's a know. funny way to like visualize this. Yeah, uh, yeah, total sense. Yeah, um, um. but yeah, it's all over. <laughs> There's like, and it's like, it's just the weird choice of shots. Like when they first meet up at the beginning, and these like Tyrese is all pissed off at him. They're like in each other's face, and they're like. They're like two inches away from each other's face, and I'm like, the next logical thing is for these two to just kiss right here. Right, right, yeah. And it's even like the the filmmaking language too. It's like the camera's like really tight on them. Yeah, and like just just below. You <laughs> right, know what right. I mean? The same it's way like, they would, you would frame like a, a kissing. Yeah, scene. right. Just fucking kissing, Tyrese. <laughs> yeah, it's just like and like a lot of the uh, the word choice. Yeah, it's just like very suspect. Right. But you know, hey, you know, just. We we what we need to have like in the near future is like a buddy cop movie where there's just two gay cops. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, and they're they're partners and they're partners. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I look, dude. I watched the shit out of that movie. You can call it partner partners. Yeah, partners <laughs> squared. We're just par- partners squared. <laughs> It would probably just be called partners. Yeah, partners. Yeah. But, no, but not like make it like a funny thing. Like just make it like make it a serious movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Serious movie that. where where two guys are working together and they're also working, working together. together. <laughs> nice. I would watch that. Yeah, why not? Um, but that that'll probably never happen. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a shame. I know. Yeah. Looks like we're stuck with like long holds in Disney Star Wars movies. <laughs> We get one lesbian kiss for thirty seconds, and that's it. That's as far as we're willing. Hey, to we go. talked about Star Wars in this episode. We hey, did it. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it's it. You know, that's that's <laughs> definitely a subtext yeah. of the entire. Movie, and there's like really one funny. weird shot where they go to like fish the, the when they're on that mission to go get the thing out of the dude's car <laughs> in the lot. It's like they get out of their cars, they find the Ferrari, which is just parked in the middle of the lot. Like, oh, yeah. Right yeah. in the open. Right. Like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, Might as well have, like, a spotlight beaming down on it. Right. Or it's like in a video game where there's, like, an exclamation point above it. Tyrese, like, hops out of the uh, the spider and just immediately takes <laughs> his immediately shirt takes off. takes his shirt off. Wraps it around his hand and punches the window out on the Ferrari. Um, yeah, but he just, like, it's like this weird uplighted <laughs> shot of, like... Paul Walker and Tyrese just 
like walking, doing this like buddy cop walk over to the this, window. Yeah, Tyree, Tyrese takes his shirt off. He's just shirtless walking, and it's so like, and, like, like the, what are you trying to do here? Right when he when he wraps around his fist and like punches the window, it's like, oh okay, oh yeah. But it would have been like. It's so much funnier if he was just shirtless. Right, right. If he just took it, like, that's what he does when he gets out of the car. It's like, oh. Time to disrobe. (laughs) Guess we won't need this anymore. Can we also talk, like, okay, all throughout this movie, Tyrese is dressed like Larry the fucking cable guy. (laughs) (laughs) He's wearing, like, fucking cut-off denim, like... He's like denim shirts with no sleeves. And well, like yeah, I mean, flannel. You got arms sleeves. like that. You got to show them off. Oh, as, for sure. As but as like, what are yeah. you fucking wearing, dude? <laughs> he's got like, uh, not, but he's got like work boots on. Yeah. Like, what do you, Tyrese is not fucking wearing work boots. Right, right. It's a weird and choice. Wrangler jeans. Yeah, yeah. It's like the weirdest fucking he's a very thing. Very blue collar guy. Yeah, he's like, he's like the, uh, not that like all black people fit into the stereotype of, you know what I mean? What do you mean? Were they like they all have to wear like basketball shoes and you know what I mean? Was oh, that a stereotype? I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he's Tyrese. We know who fucking Tyrese is. Right, you don't have right. to dress him like Larry the Cable Guy. Well, I think they just had like the they had the wardrobe picked out for Vin Diesel already. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, like they they, they, could, they couldn't change it last minute. Yeah. So those are all the same clothes that Vin Diesel was supposed to wear, right? <laughs> which would have made sense on Vin Diesel. <laughs> So, that's pro- that's probably not too far off yeah. from the truth of it. <laughs> it's just like they already had the clothes picked out for Vin Diesel. Like, oh shit, we gotta get uh, the different actor in here. Uh, all right, here you go. There you go. Tyler. Uh, work boots, jeans, and cut off shirt. Right. He got this. <laughs> Whatever. Because there's like one scene where like when they race the guys with muscle cars, where like Tyrese is just wearing like a like what you think that he would wear in this movie. Yeah, just, like, right. Kind of baggy t-shirt, normal backwards ball cap. Yeah, right. You know. Um, yeah, it's so like the one time you see him wearing probably what you'd expect him to wear in this movie. Yeah, uh, which is funny because even when, like when they go to the club, he's wearing like a like a um, uh, like a what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, well, he's like like a button down shirt that has like flames on it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's a it's definitely like a Vin Diesel shirt. Right, right. right. It's like, just like all right, okay, this is uh, what they're <clears throat> doing here. Yeah, I mean, th- again, like this movie is. Early two thousands in every single oh, way. Yeah. Oh yeah, wardrobe, the cars, the music. Yeah, um, couple that with like Brian's character. Paul Walker's just walking around in like West Coast <laughs> shopper t shirts and like plain white like Hanes undershirts. All, <laughs> yeah, like, right, right. Uh, and that totally like, fits. You know, black Chuck Taylors. Yeah, right. Scene. With high fucking ankle, he's wearing low. <laughs> Low top Chuck, Chuck Taylors, Taylors and yeah. high white ankle socks. Right, it's, it's, a, it's so, a look, man. It is a fucking and cargo shorts. Oh yeah, like it's a fucking jorts. Look. He's wearing jorts. Jorts, yeah. yeah. It's so weird. The only person who pulls off their full wardrobe in this movie is ludicrous. Well, yeah, because right. they give him the fucking weirdest shit to wear, <laughs> and he looks good in all of it because he's Luda. I think it's just yeah, because he has that swagger. You know, yeah. he can just pull off anything. Like the first scene you see him in, he's he's wearing a full mechanic suit. Yeah, like the full zip up onesie mechanic suit, but he's got like the big afro with a pick in his hair. Oh and, yeah, like dude, he look he looks fucking cool. He looks like he's like right out of one of his videos. Like just he can make anything 
anything look legit because he's ludicrous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but everybody else is just fucking like with the weirdest wardrobe <laughs> through the whole thing. Right. So I think again, I think it's 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 just because it looks weird because it's yeah, it's very much of that time. I know? guess. Except for the leisure suit leisure suit guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That uh, dude's straight out of nineteen seventy four. Again, just Miami Vice. He, yeah, he right. never he never left Miami Vice. No. Yeah. Uh, but uh yeah, so that's that's the fashion segment of the show. <laughs> but I guess it is worth mentioning because, like, yeah, it is, again, this movie is very early 2000s in every way. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so, again, like, you, you get – they basically catch on to the fact that, uh, you know, they got, like, one last job to do for this guy. Right. Um, and when they when they finish the job, he's going to kill him. Right. Because, uh, you know, that's what you, you would do for, like – Of course. A yeah. A couple if, random guys you just hire off the street. Of course that's the ending. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what you I like that's the smart that's the one smart piece of script writing that's here because like of course you're gonna fucking murder these guys right because yeah. you don't need them anymore and you don't want to take the risk of them ratting you out yeah smart move yep maybe the only one he makes in the whole movie <laughs> well the other smart movie is he uh he he like moves to drop location oh yeah uh because he, he tells Eva Mendez like where they're gonna be going for the drop uh, and of course, she tells Brian, and then Brian tells the, the right. feds. Uh, so he like catches on to that, and he moves the drop location. So that's like the other smart movie did. Yeah. Um, except he's he's kept even Mendes alive for some reason. Right. Yeah. And he didn't catch on to the fact that she's the one who ratted him out. We were talking about that like right at the end of the movie. Is like he figures everything out, <clears throat> and he's like. He's basically got a gun trained on uh, on uh, Brian. Yeah, and he like he gets on the boat and he's trying to escape with his money, but he's like he keeps Ava Mendez alive. I'm like, fucking shoot her and throw her in the river. Like, yeah, what are you right. doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's for the Gators to take care of it. Right, you you literally tortured a guy to, with a rat in a bucket. Just fucking shoot her. It's a weird move for someone who's supposed to be like yeah. ruthless and evil. Yeah, feed yeah. her to the Gators. What are you doing, man? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's like literally no reason to keep her alive at that point. Just well, other than her. the fact that she's even yeah, Mendes. Even Mendes is yeah. just total babe. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a lot of like skeevy moments through this oh, whole yeah. movie. Uh, this movie would not hold up in the Me Too era. Oh, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> Most, I think a lot of movies yeah, from back then wouldn't right, hold up in the Me right. Too Again, era. especially movies catered towards teenage boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, it kind of just leads up to this, like, you know, final, we get another, like, really big driving scene, um, and, like, they have to, because it, it's it's interesting, so, like, again, like, they're going around collecting money from all these locations to, to bring to the drop-off point. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, the, the dirty cop that, you know, they, they tortured in the other scene, uh, they're telling him to hold off, you know, the, the cops for, like, 15 minutes, they have a window to get all the, all the money out. Um, but he, again, like I mentioned earlier, really, he, he changes his mind. And so like, now you have the entire Miami police force chasing after these guys. Right. And like, yeah, it, it, I think, you know, anytime you have like a car chase scene where there's like 40 cops and yeah. like one or two cars, it's always just a really fun, like, oh, way yeah, to set a scene up. Yeah. The um, Blues Brothers car chase scene <laughs> comes to mind, which is maybe one of the finest uh, bang them up, crash up. Oh my god! Car chase scenes in cinema history. I think it's the most expensive car chase in cinema it is. history. Yeah, they also didn't <laughs> like in true f- 
fashion of that time frame, they didn't fucking tell anybody what they were going to do. <laughs> oh my god, so, really? Yeah, they didn't tell anybody what they were going to do, so they basically destroyed them all. That happened in Caddyshack, too. Holy um, shit. Uh, Harold Ramis, uh, like, they famously didn't tell the golf course they were working at that they were actually going to blow up the golf course. Oh my so god. So they did. Like, they were all high on fucking cocaine through the whole thing and just blew up the golf course. But they did the same thing in Blues Brothers. <laughs> they just, like, they crashed all this shit and caused all this, like, financial damage to this place um that's incredible I, yeah. how did i not know about that that's, that's great insane. movie making yeah they just yeah. fucking like don't, don't tell anybody what you're gonna do and just fuck it better to beg forgiveness than permission right but we get these we get that fucking insane car pile up scene oh my god yeah it, it's like hilariously over the top yeah, yeah. Uh, but anytime you see a bunch of car, cop cars crash into each other man it's just it just looks good on it looks film. great yeah. yeah uh every single time whenever i see a, a cop car like Flipped over on fire, you yep. know, it's just really, just it stirs something in you. you gives know? me a big old socialism boner. <laughs> <laughs> whenever, I, whenever I see the establishment getting, you know, torn down, it's just right. something, something about that really just yep. resonates for, with me. One for choker, please. <laughs> <laughs> we live in a society. We live in a society. <laughs> um, no, but this is, we get this great scene. The one thing I don't understand, though, is how did, uh, uh, I was gonna. How did Paul Walker and Tyrese know the that this was gonna happen? How could they have predicted it? Because then we get the big scramble scene where they like. Well, I so they they had to figure out a way because so basically what they decided is that they were gonna figure out a way to uh, you know escape with the money, yeah, and come out alive, right? Because um, they kind of felt like if they if they did the job, they're gonna go back to prison anyway, right? Um, and if they, if, well, it was like, if, so if they do the job, they're going to get killed. If they don't do the job, they go back to prison. Right. So they had to, they came out with a plan to like escape with the money. Yeah. Um, and, and just kind of dip. Yeah. Uh, so they had to figure out a way to switch the, uh, tracked cars with the ones that weren't. Yeah. And the only way they could do that is by going to that garage and they, they, they knew that the uh, the federal agents would be tr- like following them, so they had to figure out a way to like do a shell game where you know you you swap out the tracked cars with the non-tracked ones. Gotcha. So that's why they, they organized that that big scramble, scramble so that it would be har- hard. Yeah, that that makes sense to Cause decipher they, cause who's they did, car. They did make that little handshake there where they were like, okay, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna blow bail off of the money. Yeah, yeah. So that that's why they, that's that's why they did that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you get this really awesome scene. So like they're being chased all through Miami, uh, and they get to this garage. They pull in, doors close. Like all the cops are outside, and they're like, "Okay, we got them surrounded. There's no yeah. way they can get out." And then the doors just open up, and like these four fuck off big Dodge, Dodge Rams, Rams with yeah. like push bars in the front, yeah. just like roll out and just like run over these cop cars and push them all out of the way. And then you get like every single like car in the entire movie coming out of this garage and yeah. like scrambling out, which is just a really, really awesome scene. I think it's a really cool um, set piece in the movie. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were trying to figure out like, did, did they like, how did they get, did they just have like a, a call, like, <clears throat> like a local ad, like, Hey, show up if you're a tuner and 
Yeah, we'll no, put, we'll we should we should have looked that up. Yeah, let me movie. see if I can find out anything um, about that. Because it looks like some of those are definitely like the the professional vehicles for the movie. But oh like, yeah, well because you see a, a couple of the cars from the from the first scene in there. Yeah, the, I think the Supra's in there. Yeah, yeah. so it, it's every single one of the the racers from the opening scene. So right. except for the uh, the skyline which got destroyed. Yeah, uh, but you have the the Supra, the um, there's an RS uh, RX seven, mm. and then the uh, Honda S two thousand right in there as well from the opening scene and then there's like a bunch of other cars and you have like you know a couple uh muscle cars and you have you know a, a bunch of uh like there's there's a couple honda civics and yeah, right. uh, acura um uh integras and, and things like that so all kinds of like every type of like a uh, japanese import car you can think yeah. of yeah I, I get the impression that they just had like wherever they actually chose to film the movie um uh, they, they just put like an ad call out like hey do you want your car in the next fast and the furious movie we need tuners to show up right um, incidentally i wonder if they actually did film this in florida i'm trying to figure that out figure it out, figure it out. i mean I, I seem it seems like they they would have because like um you know oh yeah so it was filming was mostly done in various parts of south florida miami okay, beach yeah um so we were actually we were speculating the uh, the the mansion in the film. Yeah. Uh, apparently owned by Sylvester Stallone. No shit. Really? Yeah. Shout out to Sly. Yeah. I thought it was a hotel because like it it legitimately looks like a hotel. Um, like there's like four front doors, like right on the opening. There's a fountain out front. So, shout out to Sly. That's yeah. That, that's that's really cool. That Rocky money, son. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, but that that scramble scene looks so fucking good. Like it, it's it's another one of these huge set pieces in the film where we get to, you know, like show everything off for the audience. Well, it's also fun because like all the cars are so colorful, yeah. and, and diverse and things like that. Yeah. Um, and it, it, again, as as someone who is like really enjoys like cars and is a big car enthusiast, it's also like just really fun to like. Oh man, that's a you know a Mazda RX seven. Oh man, yeah. that's a Honda S two thousand. Like. Uh, there's there's two Toyota MRSs in there, which is yeah. like a really interesting car to have in this movie, uh, especially since like the MR2 is much more well liked and things like that. But I guess the MRS would have been pretty new at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like this a lot of really a lot of really cool like tuner cars in there. It's like it's just kind of fun to like oh there's this car oh, there's this car just as a as a car nerd like pointing that stuff out. Yeah. Um, which is fun. But yeah, I can't actually find any information about um that last scene like the that scramble scene how it kind of came together. But. That would be my guess. Is they, yeah. just, they were like, hey, do you want your car in a movie? Right, right. Um, yeah. That looks good. It was it was fun. And it's cool, did... yeah. Because, again, like you get all these all these cars racing out, and like they're all like splitting off yep. and uh, you know smashing the cop cars and stuff like that, yep. uh, which is just really, really cool. Um, and so, like, you know, the, the police are, are, are following uh, the Evo and the Spider <laughs> uh, out because they're like, okay, that's, that's where they're going. And then you know, oh no, it's it's it's, it's uh, they've been they've been they've been fooled, uh, and, uh, and by um, this clearly obvious ruse, right, they, right, right. They definitely would have switched cars. Yeah, Ludacris and, and the the girl who's driving the S two thousand, the beginning of the movie, step out. You're like, oh, I, you know, what are you guys doing? You know, why why'd you pull us over? When well, they're clearly speeding through traffic. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and running from like ten cops. Like, <laughs> right, over. right. Oh, why why'd you pull us over? Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it's it's all a ruse to get uh, Brian and and uh, Tyrese away. It's just funny how we call one of them by their character's name and one by the actor's name. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Um, 
and so yeah they're, they're escaping with the money and uh they're driving along and uh <laughs> so they've 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 rigged these muscle cars with ejector seats <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is like it's so weird so well it's well if you if you knew that somebody was gonna kill you and they were gonna be riding sure. shotgun with you but where do they find the time? Ah, whatever. So to build ejector seats? In- <laughs> yeah. well, no, it's because Tez's garage is the best, dude. They can oh, do yeah. yeah. Right. They can do anything. That's right. Yeah. right. I forgot about that. <laughs> but you get like the, you get the best line in the entire movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, by far. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Tyrese is like, yeah, man, this, these classic muscle cars, they can, they can do a lot. They're really cool. Uh, you want you want to see a trick? And the guy like the guy's like riding the shotgun. He's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. And he just like bangs his head up against the dashboard, and then boom, yeah. uh, like gets him dazed and like gets him like confused. And then he pulls the ejector seat. He says, "Ejecto seat, okay." It's just like <laughs> the one of the weirdest lines in the entire movie. Tyrese has some fucking great lines in this movie. Dude. He's clearly having the oh, most the fun, fun out you, of anybody. Yo, you got something to eat in here? We hungry. <laughs> <laughs> he steals the one guy's sandwich in that yeah, one scene right. and he's like still eating it as they walk out and he's still eating it in the car when they're driving the like situation so funny. it's great it's so good yeah he's clearly having the most fun in this movie which is great um yeah he's like launches him out the you know the side of the car um and he's like about to make the he's making his way out with the money and uh you know brian's about to launch the other guy out of his car and that's when the guy's like, actually, you know, we're gonna go to the to this this place, and he kind of lets it lets it know that they switched locations on him. Yeah. Um, and that's where you get like the climactic final scene. Yeah. Uh, where you know the bad guy figures out you know what's actually going yeah. on, and, and all doesn't that. shoot Ava Mendez for yeah, some reason. Yeah, doesn't shoot Paul Walker. Or, yeah. You know, anybody else? He's you know weirdly uh, low body count from the bad guy in this. Movie. Yeah. Right. I th- it actually, like a low body count in the entire movie. I think only one guy actually gets killed, and this guy in the Mustang. And the, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> we don't even technically know if he gets killed for yeah, sure, but he's definitely I think dead. He's yeah. probably dead. We do see all the wheels go over the car. Oh yeah, yeah he, he's. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, obviously he's dead, but this is movie. This is movie universe. It's <laughs> like that'd be really funny if they just like pull back to him. And he's like, gets. He's like he gets in the out, car. He's like, Damn it, my it's car! Like, it's like that classic like cartoon yeah. thing where he's like still holding onto the wheel but the rest of the car around him is yeah, completely right. destroyed <laughs> damn it i just got this shitty mustang <laughs> hey that was a saline all right that was at yeah, least like yeah. it was the best of the shitty mustangs I know. uh, uh you know, that's that's the one where they actually like put money into them not my favorite yeah i know you, we've, we've discussed this off, off mic before you just don't like mustangs i don't i'm not a big yeah, mustang fan. that's all right we all make mistakes uh, <laughs> really, Mustangs? Yeah. Look, look, dude. Yeah, well, the 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 you know sixty five to sixty nine were like. Mm-hmm. Some I'll, of the, I'll the, give the you that best give cars you, ever. I'll give you first gen um, Mustang. Yeah. The uh, you know the the Fox body in the nineties has a soft spot in my heart. Really, something about those boxy cars, man. Mm-hmm. I, I like know. boxy cars, but I like the eighties Camaros. I think my favorite boxy style cars. Oh, the Iroxes. Yeah. Oh the, hell yeah, yeah. With those the T tops. Hell yeah, those yeah. are sick. Yeah. My dad had one. And of those. the the Firebirds of that era too, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. My dad had an '86 uh, uh, Iroc with the T tops. on Nice. It. It was, yeah. I, oh, I love that car. I want one so bad. That that car comes with a complimentary mullet. It does, and a, and a Leonard Skinner eight <laughs> track just yes. built in. Absolutely. Yeah, I want one. They're super easy to work on, and and uh, if you get one that's like, 
not put together, you can get them for relatively cheap. Oh yeah, at some it, point because they sold a million of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're yeah. It's again, like I, th- I think that era of cars is is kind of coming back into to popularity. Yeah, but for a long time it was like heavily maligned because you know it's, it's boxy cars. Yeah, but yeah, they're also like they're there's something they're there's, hot, so, dude. there's yeah, something cool about that that style, man. I don't know if it's just nostalgia, but uh, yeah, it's it's something cool about it. Uh, but yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know, man. Like. Mustangs are cool. I, don't, I, don't care I like the. Say. I like the. I'll give the, you the, the current. The current ones too. Like the really? current Mustangs are actually like really awesome. The, the the brand new ones look better, way better than anything that they've done in the last twenty years. I think. Oh yeah, I mean they've definitely like gotten way better than they used to. Yeah. Uh, I even like the uh, the the one the ones right before this current like generation of Mustang. Oh, do you? When See, they when they first adopted kind of the retro styling. Yeah. I don't know because. Because that's also that's also where they implemented the uh, the uh, the turn signals that kind of like oh yeah the pop, 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 yeah pop, yeah pop, yeah really cool stuff I don't know uh, but I, I I like Mustangs I like Camaros too yeah. I don't I don't like the current ones too much but even even like the nineties like bubble Camaros are, mm-hmm. are like have a soft spot in my heart oh, see I like the new Challengers like the the Challengers oh yeah fucking sick. oh yeah they they look great but yeah. they're like <laughs> the problem with those is that they are heavy as fuck yeah right. <laughs> Because it's built on the same platform as the the current Charger, which is like a family right, car, right? Uh, and they just kind of like fit this like muscle car body on top of it, and it's it's cool looking. But if you like see one up close, you're like, "Damn, this car is too big! Yeah, right. <laughs> like it's too big to be a sports car." Yeah. Uh, but it looks great. anyway, sorry, we're like getting way off. That's also why they put a 700 horsepower engine to it. Right. Like, how are you make this thing fast? Oh, I don't know. Put 700 horsepower on sure, it. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Uh, which is still like I heard they were building one with a Hellcat in it, which is like well, that's what that is, yeah. Oh, that is the Hellcat, yeah, okay. yeah. Because I thought I heard they were putting something like new in the. Well, so the uh, the Dodge Demon is like the Demon. Yeah. That one has eight hundred and eight horsepower. Uh, yeah. So like not to get too off, like we're we're, we're really yeah we're way off track. I was I, this is like the the most interesting facts about the Dodge Demon. Um, it's built to be a drag drag car for the streets. Yeah. So uh, one of the options, well, there's there's two like insane options for that car. One of them is a factory passenger seat delete. You can buy the car without a passenger seat. Oh my to, god. To reduce weight for the drag strip. <laughs> the other one is you get a a box that comes with a um like a beefed up intercooler for the supercharger and then also two really skinny front tires mm-hmm. for 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 drag racing Dragging, yeah so you can you can literally buy this car from the factory and then take it to the drag strip and like you know put down insane times with it wow yeah it's That's like cool. it's built for to do that which is really crazy yeah they know what they're doing like oh they, yeah. yeah they know what they're doing oh, yeah. um sorry we got way off track there let's let's Get back onto the. I don't know if you if you're listening to a podcast about too fast, too furious. You yeah, probably you, like cars. You probably you probably yeah. like cars. If you don't, yeah, you should. Yeah, cars are cool, man. Uh, anyway, where were we? Uh, uh, we're right at the end. Oh yeah, we're at the right crescendo. At the end. Yeah. yeah, crescendo. Um, yeah, which uh, so yeah, um, they get it. They get away on on, on this yacht. Uh, they're taking down down taking off down the river, and uh, Paul Walker gets into his uh, Camaro, and uh, you know Tyrese gets in, and he's like basically. He, he's not going back. He's going to go get the boat. Right. And probably like one of the craziest car stunts in any movie. Yeah. And uh, I wish they wouldn't have cut so many times, which I like, I, I'm sure that they weren't able to like 
actually do the stunt for real. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's but it, it, there's a couple of stunts in this movie where they, they cut just like one too many times. It's kind of hard to appreciate what they actually do. Yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> of course, of course there just happens to be a ramp like at yeah. the riverbank. And gets the um, Dukes of Hazard his way onto the back of the boat. Oh yeah. Yeah. Giant yacht. <laughs> right. This, yeah. But it's like this, the craziest stunt in the entire movie. They like launch this Camaro off into the boat. Which is just great. Like, that's how you end a movie right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, the, the bad guy's, like, climbing over the hood of the car. He's got the shotgun trained on him. Right. And uh, they're able to get the shot off and, you know, incapacitate him. Yep. And they catch a, catch the bad guy at the end. Well, worth noting, Paul Walker ramps this car at 120 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. And yeah. They, and they just crash into the back of a yacht. And the worst thing that happens is that Tyrese breaks his arm. Right, right. In a car, <laughs> in a like, car with no airbags. Yeah, right. Um, it does have, like, uh, a five-point, like, seatbelt harness. So sure. That, that helps. But they're not wearing helmets. Yeah, they're There's not no wearing cage. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, the, the fact that the car is, like, not just a crumpled, yeah. mangled mess. Or that it didn't just cut through the, the yacht like butter. <laughs> straight down you know what i mean yeah the force of right, gravity just right. slice straight through this fucking thing yeah yeah it's unbelievable but whatever it's it, it's, it's great it's 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 one of the good one of the coolest like shots in the entire movie especially it's like because the camera just like pulls back yeah. and you see the yacht with like this camera <laughs> just sticking out the front of it which is awesome it's it looks like good yeah it's awesome uh but yeah they catch the bad guy you know the bad guy's good bad guy's good uh, and then, you know, they, they're like, you know, you've done enough. So you guys are exonerated of all your crimes. Yep. Uh, wiping the slate clean, wiping the slate clean. Your, your friends are clear of their crimes too. Cause you know, they, they arrested, uh, Ludacris and Suki, you yeah. know? Uh, so like they're, they're, they're free to go as well. And everybody's happy. Yep. Tyree's uh, pocketed some money on the yep. way out. They're going to, they're going to start a garage and, you know, have a nice little, uh, you know, cottage and a and b somewhere yep. i'm sure we won't get to find that out until later because we get to go to tokyo for the next yeah yeah with the one character that doesn't show back up ever again <laughs> well actually he does oh does he yeah he oh, shows man. back up in uh fate of the furious does he i have or or is it no he's gonna be in this the new one. Oh, is F9. he okay because yeah, i haven't gonna, i haven't watched uh, yeah. far enough ahead right right and the, um, i mean you know because han han comes back han right? comes back yeah i know han yeah. comes back yeah right yeah He's he's like the the big like character they bring into uh, Tokyo Drift. Yeah, because he's good. He's really good. In Tokyo oh, he's Drift. awesome. Yeah. yeah, but we'll talk about that some when other we, time when we get to Tokyo Drift. Uh, uh, is there anything else we need to talk about with this movie? No, I think we nailed it. Um, yeah. Honestly, we got way off. I, I figured this was going to be one where we got way off track a few times because it's just like very easy to do that when you're. Oh yeah, about hey, cars. look, man. Like I could talk about cars all day. Oh yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, uh, that's why I like so much about these movies. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's about it uh, on this one. Yep. Um, if you haven't seen it, like I, I think I think the Fast Fast and Furious series, it's just a really fun, you know, like turn your brain off. Yep. Just enjoy some silly action. Don't think too hard about the story. Yep. But it's it's you know lots of fun stunts. Um, again, I think I, I remember like not liking this movie as much. Yeah, it's a bad movie. It's not it's not a good. It's not like. How do I want? It? But it's an enjoyable. It's an movie. enjoyable movie. Like yeah. there, there's, there's no part of this movie where you're watching it and it's like it's dragging yeah. or it's like actually like hard to get through. No, it's it's very easy to watch. It's fun yeah, to watch. Right, right. Um, 
I mentioned just, like these movies are on TNT like all the time. So right. like this is like one of those like, the, the classic like oh this is on TV I'm just gonna watch oh, it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, perfect for that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, the whole series is just like they get way more ridiculous, and I think that there's something really special about these first three movies. Yeah. Where it's like they're still kind still of still grounded. Right. Yeah. Right. They, they're like they still can't believe people are watching these movies as much as right. they are because uh, like they really get out of out of hand like later on. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, but that's also fun too, you know. Yeah, sure, yeah. of course yeah. they had to to keep them fresh. Yeah. Also, shout out to the people who keep making these movies. Uh, James Cameron needs to get a hold of you guys so we can get Avatar two through <laughs> eleven. Do we really need Avatar no. two through eleven? You never no. saw Avatar, did you? I still have not seen it. It's the it won the Academy Award for okayest film. <laughs> It's like it's just okay. Yeah, it's um, yeah. I, I've seen Fern Gully, so I know. I, I think I've got the, the just. Oh yeah, already. it's yeah. basically the same movie. <laughs> I've seen Fern Gully and, and Pocahontas. I yeah. think it's it's pretty much the same as it's those. The same movie. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, a Gorny Weaver. You got it. Right, right. There's, there's no rapping bat in it though. No. So it's, I think Fern Gully is like a like a step above it. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think most things. Too Fast, Too Furious is a step above Avatar. <laughs> If we're being real, that movie's not great. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So that that's I think it's a solid recommendation for. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Again, uh, like if you want to watch a good bad movie, this is definitely one of them. Uh, we will absolutely, at some point uh, throughout the production of this podcast, I'm sure cover the rest of the Fast. And the I Fast hope we movies. do because I really like talking um, about those movies. Um, but so so next week, uh, I know everyone's waiting for us to, to talk about Godfather Part Two, and I, yep. I really want to get to it. But next week starts October, yes, or as I like to call it, Spooptober. Whoa, very spoopy. So spoopy. Uh, I think it would be uh, criminal for us to not watch and talk about some scary movies all throughout October. So uh, next week. We're going to start off with a bang. Yep. A shotgun bang, if you will. Spoopalize this. Spoop- Ooh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Evil Dead 2. Yes. Uh, uh, we, 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 I, I think get the, your boomsticks, everybody. The the plan uh, at some point, we, I'm certainly the next week, I'm sure we're going to watch a shitty horror movie. Yeah. Because there's uh, so many to pick from. There's so many I think it, it's, it's smart to start with a uh, one that's with actually one good. One that's actually good. Yeah. And maybe, uh, I think, uh, better than the first one, which is also good. Um, so, yeah. I'm actually fucking super stoked to watch Evil Dead 2. Yeah. So, sorry. We're, we're going to put you know Godfather Part 2 on hold for October so we can talk about some scary movies. Um, and we're going to talk about Evil Dead 2 next week. Yeah. Uh, but until then, uh, I've been Dan. I've been Chris. This has been Sequelize This. I hope everyone enjoys the rest of your week. Yep. And uh, I love every single one of you, except for you, Claude. Yeah, fuck you, Claude. What kind of name is Claude anyway?